I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the first podcast for The Final Word. Um, firstly, thank you so much for taking the time to download it. It's very kind of you. Uh, this week's show has me, Dean Ashton, and Dean Saunders. It's a three-hour show. It's uh, out every Sunday at 5 p.m. But because the first hour of the show is all sort of updates on the game that was this week, uh, Man United against Everton, we haven't bothered with the first hour in the podcast. You'll understand why. So in a in a minute, the podcast will start, and it will start from hour number two, which is when all the fun starts, as always. And thank you, as always, for taking the time to download it. Uh, and listen live, why don't you? We're on uh, Sundays, every Sunday from 5pm on TalkSport. Well, seven weeks is hardly a long time to be given a chance in any job. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Football, by the hell. Welcome back to our number two of the final word on TalkSport with me, Andy Goldstein. Alongside me is the wonderful Dean Ashton and the equally wonderful Dean Saunders. We've got lots coming up and we're taking your calls on United beating Everton 4-0 and Chelsea drawing 0-0 with Arsenal. We'll, of course, have a bit of Dino v Dino and hopefully we've got two hours left. We should be able to squeeze in that Steve Froggart story. This is the final word on TalkSport. We've got Dean Ashton now. We don't need to use any more credits up and tokens. We've got him for two hours. You do you, know, do you know what just reminded me there? Yeah. Brian Clough. Look what I've written down. Do you know what reminded me? Seven weeks is hardly a long time in football. Thank you, <laughs> young man. I was playing for Derby, right? How apt is that? Ground. Yeah. Trevor Peake. Speaking to you, Mike, I can't hear. Trevor Peake yeah. has slid into me down the right wing. Peaky. And I've bounced, one bounce, off the track into the advertising boards. Mm. Brian Clough is manager of Nottingham Forest. Hold on, look. Look, who's behind, look. producer's behind you. You're not talking to Mike. He's getting wound up, look. And what I'm, he's doing that. What, what's wrong with this? No, but now he's the mic. Now, look, now he just puts it. He spoiled the, the story. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Sorry. So I go down injured. Mm. I've hit my shoulder on the boards. Gordon Guthrie runs up the track, the physio, bends over me. I'm in agony on the floor. Mm. Next thing's a night match. I hear, get up, young man. <laughs> get up. There's nothing wrong with you. Get up. <laughs> I thought, I recognise that voice. You know, when you're on the floor and you think, I recognise the voice. So I'm st- Gordon's still treating me. Next thing, flat cap over the side of the, the advertising boards. Young man, there's nothing wrong with you. Get yourself up off the floor and get on with the game. <laughs> it was Brian Clough. He's the manager of Forest. He was in the right corner flag at the baseball round watching the game. So, I, so I got up. Yeah, it was like surreal. Mm. But he makes a good point, doesn't he? The seven weeks is hardly a long time in football, hardly long enough in football, Dean Ashton. And you were watching the Everton game and Kuma made a few tactical changes throughout the game, and then, of course, take, took off Wayne Rooney, made a substitution when I thought Everton was still in it, they were 1-0 down, and then it was like the wheels fell off. Do you blame him for that decision, or do you think that's just what United do? 
the longer the game goes on, they seem to wear the opponents down. Yeah, they do. But I just, I just think if you're an Everton fan and you watch your team just sit back and and lose one nil because you don't want to lose four nil, I wouldn't be happy. I think, I think you are better to try and go and and and, and get the draw than you are to just sit back and take a one nil. You, you're better to and and for twenty minutes, for twenty five minutes in that second half, they were the better side. They had more possession. They looked more like scoring. Manchester United had, had, had lost ideas. Rashford had had a poor, a poor game. Yes, they brought on Lingard, but it didn't make that much difference until Everton really opened up. And and he brought Rooney off, but he also brought Adrissa Gay off as well. And and as soon as he did that, and, and they lost that mm. that two holding midfielders, that they they really did go to go to pot, which is is not really what they need. I'm, I'm sure Ronald Koeman would have loved to have kept it at one nil, and actually they'd taken a lot of confidence from that. The back the back three. Mm. Dean Saunders I remember having a conversation with Jason Cundy maybe a week into the season after Everton had started perfect I think I, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get if I'm wrong but was it Stoke 1-0 was that their first game Everton it sounds about right I'll find out in a minute but they won their first game in the Premier League I remember having a conversation with Jay on air saying listen when you talk top four maybe even top five you've got to talk about Everton you've got to talk about them in the conversation am I being made to look an idiot or is that squad good enough to get top four or five but something's just not right Dean what's the answer I'm in the same boat as you I got asked, do you think they can finish above Liverpool? And I said they can if they get a good start. Mm. And they won, like you said, they won the first game, but they've they've just gone backwards since. And um, I think they're missing Lukaku. They've not signed a player, really, that's anywhere near as good as him. For that, you know, that is it that simple? Is it you've taken out a player that not only score goals but you know put a shift in if he wasn't scoring them, but a team player, and they've they haven't replaced his goals or what he did. Uh, well, Brendan Rodgers lost Suarez, lost his job. Took him out of the team. Suarez was just such an important player. Yeah, you take your main man out of the team, it's hard to replace mm. him. Uh, Whatever d- league you're in. Dean, their next game is at home to Bournemouth. I mean, probably the biggest game of the season for Everton and Koeman. Would you agree? Of course it is, yeah. I mean, not only Lukaku, you know, Delefeu's gone. Uh, Morales, who came on off the bench today, hasn't really played. They're, when If you just say them three names, Lukaku, uh, Delefeu and Morales, they're totally different to what they've got playing today with Sigurdsson, Rooney um, and Davis. You know, there's there's no pace in that. There's no pace in that team. And although when they created their chances, it was pretty much Rooney. Rooney did mm. everything for me in, in, in creating most should, of the he's, chances. He's not in that team to create chances, is he? No, he's not. He's the, he's the centre forward. He's there to score goals. And the, But there's just not that threat in behind. And it, and it, it makes it difficult. It makes it difficult because it, 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 even if you've got someone that's going to run in behind, that opens up space for other players mm. then, a Sigurdsson in behind. Well, you can um, play in the opposition's half exactly. as well. You're not playing in your own half all the time. If, if uh, you, know, you can turn a team round and push everybody up the halfway line, you've got them pinned in. We'll take a call in a minute. Tom's a United fan. What's he say? 0871722334 if you want to have yours. I've got Tom in a minute. Just quickly, Dean Ashton. Uh, Reese has tweeted in saying, Dean Ashton said, United look uh, defensively better than City. Yet both teams have only conceded two goals. How do you come to that conclusion? Because I look at Manchester United and they don't get carved open. So Manchester City, against Liverpool, they were carved open about three times and they looked like there wasn't any organisation. Manchester United don't look like they're going to get carved open. Yes, of course, they're, 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 they're liable to, to make the odd mistake. But as a unit, as a, as, a, as a back four unit, they look a lot more solid, a lot mm. more organised. Um, and they don't look like they're going to get carved open, and they've got a goalkeeper who, at times, just looks unbeatable. You know, I, I said to you, I said to you in the um, at half time, I think he'd have saved Valencia's goal. 
I just do. Dave De Gea, yeah. Yeah, I think he would have. I mm. think he would have saved that. If uh, you're a neutral, he's that type of goalkeeper. You've got to put it right in the corner to beat him. I was going to say, Dean, if you're a neutral and you just like football, if you want to buy a season ticket, go to Man City, buy one there. If you want to see the team holding trophies up at the end of the season, go get one at do Man you really United. Think so? Yeah, Man City lent the Taney. Mm. Man United okay. to win it. I've got a manager who just doesn't care how they play. As long as they win. Just quickly, I want to go to Tom, the United fan. You mentioned City and United. Chelsea drew. Is it between those two, the Manchester clubs, or not? I, th- I think so. I, I, you know, I, even after what I just said, I think Man City can entertain you and and still win the league. Do you? No, I don't. I don't. I still think there's a lot, a lot to happen, especially who's when in, who's in the mix? Chelsea, um, and I still think Tottenham will be. Okay, interesting. Oh eight seven one seven double two double three double four. You can have your say. Tom's a United fan. Tom, good evening to you. I- Hi, mate. You're right. I'm very well, Tom. What would you like to say? Well, I just want to say how happy I am with today's result. It, it strongly feels like we're, we're going to have the season this season that we all expected last season. We've upgraded on the squad massively. I mean, Matic, what a signing. He's like Carrick. He reminds me of Carrick. Lukaku's a goal-scoring machine. And Lindelof, I'll tell you this for nothing, I know he's not getting the game time now, but Mourinho's thinking way ahead with this signing. Because give it a couple of years, coaches keep working with him, Mourinho keeps working with him. He will be a top-class defender, Lindelof. And Mourinho's thinking way ahead of it, just like what Fergie did. I think we're in for something really good. Okay, but Tom, let me just quickly ask you, though, because for much of that game, it I felt as though United could have conceded and it could have been very similar to this fixture last year, which was one of the many games United drew. Did you not have that feeling? Yeah, I, I mean, during the game, I, they did look close to scoring, didn't they? I mean, I think I think the problem is, uh, the problem is with the defence. I mean, Phil Jones, he's not a United player. He never has been since he showed through. And Damian, he was supposed to be a quality left-back, but a quality Italian left-back. And I'm still waiting for the kids to show up. I don't think Damian is a left-back, though, right is he? Back. He's a right-back, and he's not being played yeah, at, at right-back. That's the... But and, and Phil Jones, I think, is a superb centre back when he's fit, when mm. and he's showing at the moment. When he's fit, he's 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 fantastic. Mm. Apart and, from that, he agrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're joining us, like United did beat Everton four nil. Um, the reason we're talking about whether or not United fans still think it's or it could be similar to last season is the um, the second, third, and fourth goals came on eighty three, eighty nine, and that penalty. Just quickly as well, Dean, because you were, you had one and a half eyes, if not all of them, on that game. Uh, myself and Dean Saunders were watching it out the corner of one of them. The penalty right at the end, Marshall scored it, of course, converted it. Was it handball? Was it Schneidlin? Yeah, it was. It, it Just was. describe what happened. It was. He went in for a challenge and it was his trailing arm. Yeah, so as he slid in, natu- naturally one of your arms is probably going to be sliding behind you as you sort of control the way you're sliding in, you know, your hands on the floor to control your, your body and the way you slide in, and it's just hit his arm. There's nothing he could do. He's not mm-hmm. moved it He's not moved it towards the ball, but that pass would have reached a Manchester United player mm-hmm. for a shot, and, and therefore it's a penalty. But if I'm, I'm just amazed that Lukaku doesn't take the penalty. I don't care how I many he's missed. Yeah, if you're five a, and if, five now. If you're it? the striker... You take the penalty. Same with Aguero yesterday. I'm I'm amazed. Like well, you said, his goal was brilliant. He took the free kick. Yeah. Who's talking about Lukaku? Lukaku's got the... It's on yeah. the right-hand side of the box. He's trying to whip it over the, over the wall with his yeah. left foot. He's hit the wall. It's gone to the back post. And instead of standing there watching, he's run past the wall. But no one stayed with got him. got the tapping. No, no one stayed with him. No, one no but that's him. why he gets goals. And yeah. then, that's the difference between getting 25 and 35. Them goals. 
nicking goals like mm. that. Uh, let's talk about Man City. They absolutely tonked their opponents yesterday. Watford, before we do, we can actually hear from Kevin De Bruyne. These are his thoughts after that victory over Watford on what really was a great weekend. I think we just played the way we pl- always try to play. and uh, It's like the other games, if you score quickly, it makes it a lot easier for us. So, uh, yeah, in the end, there's a nice victory. Six goals, clean sheet again, so it's been a good week for us. Everybody knows the way that we, we want to play. We have a team full of technical players, uh, pacey, and we like to play on the ground, so that's our style, and uh, if, if it works, it looks good. Uh, D-Nash, I'll start with you. Um, I always thought this game was going to be difficult for City on paper. Watford have been playing well this season, but they just blew them off the park from the first to the last minute, didn't they? They did. They were they were <laughs> magnificent, and I think it's it's almost like as soon as they get that first goal, it just, <laughs> it just it makes them even better, and, and gives them even more enthusiasm to go on and, and destroy teams. Whereas other teams might, you know, get that first goal away from home and maybe then sit back and soak up a bit of pressure. They just didn't. Mm. They just kept their foot to the accelerator and just destroyed what Team, one of my one of my favourite players in the Premier League is Sergio Aguero and uh, of course scored a hat trick yesterday. There were times this season, last season, where the managers decided to leave him out for one reason or another. Can you understand that? No. No, I I I mean I think he's one of the if not the best, he's when he's in the top three players in the league. Strikers, and mm. who's better than him? I mean, I find it. I find well, it amazing be, when he be, gets let, left out. Well, let's try and work out who's better than Aguero. There'll be people that think Harry, Harry Kane, Kane is, is yeah. better. I personally think Aguero is better. Um, Lukaku, all three of them. It's a close call. Yeah, Costa, who's not playing anymore, he would have been in that. Yeah, but he's in the mix. He's in that conversation. Yeah, but I mean, he's he thinks quicker than you. He's sharp. You know, his his first couple of steps are before the defenders even think about it. Mm. So he's hard to stop. Scored a header the other day from a free kick. Mm. You know, the manager would be going like, how's he scored a header? He's five foot eight. How's he getting on the end of free kicks? But he's unstoppable. And the young boy, Jesus, he's, he looks he looks as it's if he's going to be a world beater as well. Does it make a difference, Dean, that, I mean, you look at the goals when they came, 27, 31, 81, that was a hat-trick, 37, 63 and 89. So the goals are coming all throughout the first and second half. As a player, when you're on the pitch, do you have a different feeling? So, for example, the United fans, uh, the United players this afternoon, they would have got maybe slightly nervous towards the end of that game. They're leading 1-0, and they're looking for that second goal. They know Everton have come close. But as a footballer, when you're on the pitch, are you more relaxed knowing that you've got a two-goal lead than a three-goal lead? Does it make a difference to you? Do you? Are you aware of how close the game is and how important every touch is compared to when you're leading 4-0 and it's a stroll. Yeah, of course. I think, But I think once you get past one, people say 2-0 is the worst. Sc- it's, it's not, is it, though? 2-0 is a great lead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you should go on and win the game. Um, but I don't know what it's like. I've, I've never been played in a team that, that destroy teams like City and Manchester. I've never. I've been on the end of it and watched and, and been frustrated. I've never been in a team that where other teams just gift you got Watford just gifted him his hat trick. Yeah. So nobody marks him. He's five foot five. No one marks him and he gets a free header. Great, thanks very much. Then Gomez throws one at him, misses it, doesn't he? He just he, all he has to do is put his arm on it, yeah. misses it, and he taps it in. And then there's six defenders all just let him run all the way through and he snicks it past the keeper. Is, is, is this a different feel to the City side last season? Because they had a very similar start. I think they went 10 games unbeaten. They were decent in Champions League to begin with. Exactly the same this season. Is it a different feel? I know the team's slightly different, the squad's slightly different, but City fans will be getting carried away and rightly so. But could the same thing happen? Could the wheels fall off again like it did last season? They could do, but I think the manager's learned himself. 
this is the Premier League, and look at the four teams up there. Up there, Huddersfield, Burnley, Newcastle. Who's the other one that shouldn't be up there? That's up there. There's another one. What? In the top of the top? Yeah, the top six or seven. Uh, this, here this, we go. Uh, uh, Chelsea, Newcastle, Spurs, Huddersfield, Burnley, Liverpool, Southampton. Yeah, New- and Newcastle are up there yeah. as well. But that doesn't happen in any other league. I've played in foreign leagues, and when you play the teams in the bottom six, it's a freebie. You know, you just turn up. And half of their team are on loan from your team mm. as well. Benfica, I was at Benfica. They must have had 64 players. They're all playing for the other teams. Um, so this league is different. I think he's tried to play total football with players that probably couldn't do it last season. He's tried And he's adjusted it a little bit. Uh, but managers have plans. So mm. they, at some point, they'll look at mm. the vi- the videos, Man City playing out from the back and try and stop it. You, you mentioned, Dean, that um, when we compare the two defences, even though when you look at goals scored against their identical City and United, but you mentioned that out of the two sides, City look more vulnerable at the back. OK, I've said to Jason many a time when I've done Monday to Thursday on Talk Sport that I don't think that's going to be a problem for City. And he says you can't win the league if you if you're... If your ideal is you score, or if they score three, you score four. But with this City team, it, it seems that it doesn't really matter what goes on at the back because to get to their back four, you've got to get the ball off them. <laughs> and you, you look at their midfield and their attack, I just they just look exceptional. They don't have a weakness in it, do they? Where's their weakness? Where's City's well, weakness? Just turn the clock back to last week yeah. before Mane got sent off. Yeah. Salah is destroying Otamendi down the right-hand yeah, side. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that. He's, he's got. They, he could have scored three. Yeah, outpacing him. So there's a weakness there, and Klopp has obviously seen it. And unfortunately for Liverpool, they got Mane sent but, off. But do they have to sort that weakness out if they are to go on to win the Premier League and the Champions League, or can they blow teams away like they did yesterday, like they did during the week you as don't, well? You you don't blow the best teams away and managers that are tactically tactically away. You just you just don't because. So you think that that city side, if it was to come up against someone like Jose and United, you think it would, they would struggle, they would be exploited at the back. Yeah, I do, I do, just because I think overnight Otamendi doesn't suddenly become a great defender, and, and Liverpool showed for the for the first twenty minutes that he can be found out. He's not the quickest. He doesn't look comfortable the left side of of a three. Um, John Stone's still got to prove one v one defensively that he can cope. Because I think he's he's slow on the turn against the the top players, the Marnes, the the, the Salas, that who's got that real turn of pace. Um, Do you think there's still question marks over John Stones? I know they were last season, but the times I've seen yeah, him ha- this season, he he, has, he does look like he's improved. They defensively. haven't been. Te- they haven't. I, I don't think they've been tested yet. Not against the the best teams, the best forward lines. That's that's when we'll know mm. when they play. You know, the Tottenham's, Chelsea's. Um, and Manchester United's where they're really at and, and whether defensively they can cope because at the moment, yes, they're going to blow teams away. They're f- unbelievable players, you know, world-class players in the mm. team. They are going to beat the likes of Watford. thing mm. is, Dean, if you put John Stones in Chelsea's back three, he'd look miles better in that back three. Yeah. Because Man City's full-backs play like wingers and he's on the corner of the box. His partner, Otamendi, say, is on the other side of the box. I know sometimes they play three and... But they're all miles apart. They played so expansive that, you know, if you re- if you if you remember last season Monaco when Falcao got him down the left channel, one v one and turned inside him and bent in the top corner, beat him easy. That wouldn't happen if he was playing for Chelsea. They don't. The manager doesn't open up that much. No. Were you surprised um, that how Watford fell apart at the back because? When I thought Marco Silva went to Hull, what, the one thing he improved straight away was their defence. And I thought he's done that as uh, as well as Watford. 
And I just thought that if you were going up against a manager like him, who's tactically aware of how to stop teams attacking you, I thought they'd struggle. But obviously that wasn't the case yesterday. Were you surprised at just how what I think? Um, I think probably they were more confident than they probably should have been because they've been on a good run. They've started the season well, and I, I reckon they probably thought if we can impose ourselves on the game. Uh, we can make it difficult, but actually he should have looked at last season and how easily they were cut open and they should have made it a horrible, horrible game for mm. City. Should have had 10 men behind the ball and just made it difficult. Sometimes you just have to sacrifice entertaining your, your home fans to try and upset the opposition and try and make it difficult for them because, I mean, they, they were unlucky because a couple of their decisions, you know, two two of the goals were offside. Uh, the penalty wasn't a sorry they should have had a penalty for Chalabar. Yeah, see I saw him discussing that afterwards on Matter Dan. I was thinking come on really can't it does you, make a difference can't though. you just hold your hand up if you suddenly three nil down and not one nil down it makes a difference I know but can't you just hold your hand up and go you know what a few decisions went against us but we were beaten yeah, tell you what was so. a bad he, decision he a really bad decision Gomez has agreed to go on Sky TV this morning on Chris Kamara's that's, show yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't go on there when you've just let six in. No, that was strange, wasn't it? I mean, fair play to him. He's got to cancel it. He's go. brave as a lion. He's carried on and just gone yeah. through with the show. Yeah, I might have rung in there and said, sorry, I can't make it. Do you think the Pep's got to win something this season? Yes. He's got to win something. Definitely. And by yes. that, I don't mean a league or an FA Cup. I mean no, Champions I, no, League I, or Premier League. Yeah, but I class that as a, I class that as a, as a, as a big He's big, been brought in to win the Champions League. Yeah. The other manager got sacked, didn't he? Pellegrini. Mm. They brought him in to win the Champions League. Yeah, but if he doesn't win it with the money he spent, you don't think he'll be given another chance? Yeah, I think he will be given another chance. That's what I'm saying. Does yeah, he yeah. have to win something this season? But you're saying he has to win the Champions League. No, I'm asking you, do you think he has to win something to keep his job? Um, I think he does. I think he does this season with, with the, the players that he's brought in. He spent nearly £100 million on two full-backs. You know, that's... Well, 130 was exactly, on three, wasn't that's, it? You know, you, you've, got to, you've got to produce something at the end of it and... and you could but, still but play I've, fullback now in the Premier League. <laughs> you what? He could still play fullback now in the Premier League. Not with his ankle, he can't, anybody he can't can play fullback. Foot, can what do you mean anyone can play fullback? Easy fullback. 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 Facing the game for do you, ninety minutes. Do you think it's the easiest position on a football pitch. Fullback. Yeah. Think about it. Hardest positions up front. Not saying it because I'm not going to argue number, number, number ten role. For, for the reason being that you're facing the your own goalkeeper for ninety percent of the game, you're mm. facing the wrong way. With your back to goal, yeah. so you can't see what's behind you. And you're judged on goals. Yeah, you've got to score. Midfield, you've got a bit of both. You've got to go box to box, and you can't see who's behind you. At the centre-back, you can the striker's running in behind you. Full-back, you've got a view along the back line and up the touchline for 90 minutes. The only time you're in trouble is when you've got Ronaldo playing against you, 1v1. <laughs> Apart from that, you mm. can see everything... For the whole game. Just quickly, right? We haven't done a Dino v Dino yet. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question. Write down your answer. The most amount of goals you ever scored in a season at any level. So it could be under nines, under tens, when you were 18. All right, the most amount of goals. Write down your answer. You ever scored in one season at any level? Dean Saunders, why are you at staring school? at me? If, if listen, if it, if it happened in a proper league season, yes. Okay, because I hear stories I like Michael Owen scored 192 goals in one season. So if your numbers there or thereabouts, that's what I want. Okay. The most amount of goals you ever scored in one season at any level. And I'll, I'll go minimum six. So you've got to be older than six. All right? You written yours down, Dean Ashton? You have? Dean Saunders, have you got a number? Yeah, I'm struggling, yeah, but I've got a number, yeah. Okay, Dean Ashton? What's your number? Three. 37. <laughs> okay, yeah. 37. 37. Where was that? Tell me where that was. Um, that was at school. 
of school. What, at roughly what age? Um, I would say I was 12. 37 goals, that's pretty prolific. That was like school and academy okay. combined. Dean Sunderland's not I, happy. I, I, I can't remember at school. Yeah. I must have got, like, similar. I, I must have in, in school at some point. Yeah. But playing-wise, professionally, okay. I think it's 24. What, league goals? No, all in. All in. All 24 in. in one season. Ashton, yeah, can I you think that? so, something like that. 24. Tw- 25 was mine. Oh, he's pipped you. 25. You said 24, you said one more. That's one season. Oh, OK, well. And we're not going over 15 seasons? No, not yet. Right. <laughs> That's so I'll a give, bit harsh. I'll give Dean, Dean Ashton, I'll give 78 points, and Dean Saunders minus three for I, I was a, I was a left winger when I was a kid, so... You were a left winger? winger. You didn't start playing until you were quite old, did you? No, like when, you I, when, or when, something, when I when you started playing? I was at Academy when I was 12. Were you yeah, a left but... winger on a proper 4-4-2 uh, yeah. as a three? Okay. Yeah. And you, So you scored that amount of goals when you were a left winger? No, no, but when oh. I was young, so like, you know, when you say, oh, when you were at primary school, I scored 50 goals, but I was left winger. So oh, okay. Dean told us what position were you originally? Uh, I played midfield Not for right a back. bit, at midfield for a bit, and then when I went up front, <laughs> yeah. anybody can play right back. Yeah, okay. There's no, uh, uh, there's no glory there. Uh, someone, no wants to have, someone, wants to have a, <laughs> someone wants to have a chat with you. His name's Ray, he's got involved, 08717 if you want to do the same as a City fan. Ray, good evening to you. Good evening, Ray. How you doing, lads? Yeah, we're good, yeah, Ray. Good, yeah. Off you go. What do you want to say? Going back to the United game today. Yep. Oh, by the way, I'm a big Man City fan. Okay. I live right on top of the Manchester United ground. Okay. I look out my patio here. I can see the ground. Not much. I can't think much of it, but right. it's a ground, isn't it? Brilliant. Uh, yeah, back to they, the... They uh, own it as well. Go on, carry on. City United. Yeah. If you had, if you had to give a present out to go and, so, someone who's never been, watched football before, mm. first time going to a football game, yeah. Who, where would you take them to? Old Trafford. Old Trafford? Yeah. You and wouldn't. You'd go, you go Man City. Well, of course I wouldn't. They're my team. What a stupid question that was. Silky. Silky football. What? That's what he means. A silky what? football match you want to watch. transfer policy nowadays, what they're looking for in a player, they've got to be over six foot five. Yeah? Because of the, the game what Marino plays. Mkhitaryan's not. Long ball, long ball, long ball. Mkhitaryan's not. Mkhitaryan? What's that? Oh, yeah. I'm slightly. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Okay, right. Can I ask, have you phoned up just to be no, no, argumentative, or do you have a question for the boys? I love his stories as well. Okay, go on then. What's your question? I love his style. I listen to him all the time. Okay. Quiz question for you. I missed. He's doing a great job at Tart Sporting. How about this? Right, I'll get. get, Thanks very much. (laughs) I told you you to ring up a bit later. Sorry? I told you to ring up a bit bit later. Listen right. to this, oh, Ray. Right, right, right. I'll find Ray, you Ray, listen to this. I missed three penalties against Man City for three different clubs. Can you name it? Yeah. Three clubs. Three different clubs. I, yeah, I missed three penalties at, against Man City for three different clubs. Oh, great. Uh, let me see. There's one Villa. Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. Hmm. I'll give you a clue. Niall Quinn saved it. Oh, Niall Quinn. I was at that game as well. Well, there's about 150,000 at that game. Everyone tells me that. (laughs) Ray, listen, before it turns into an episode of Question of Sport, have you got a question for the boys? Oh, sorry. Derby. We were talking about strikers. Yeah. Out of Guerra and Lukaku, who would you have? (laughs) Okay, thanks for your call. Thanks for your call, Ray. (laughs) Out of Lukaku and Aguero, who would you have, Dean? (laughs) 
I don't, you know, I don't see the relevance of that question. No, I, I would, I'd have Aguero just. You don't have to answer it. No, but I would have a. Maybe you don't have to answer it. I'm just saying it's. A... But I would have a Guerrero. But listen, they're great. They're both great, wonderful players. Of course I they think are. Very it's a very different. Different. Very for Man United, the way they do get it forward a bit quicker, Lukaku. For Man City, you'll build up round the box, Aguero. But they're both brilliant. Let's talk about Liverpool now before we do. It must have been a frustrating afternoon. Uh, you can probably hear that in the voice of Jurgen Klopp, who spoke straight after that game. It's, it's really hard to accept because I thought it was again a, a match-winning performance. It was, uh, it was the best game since I've been against Burnley. Um, everybody knows how difficult they are to play. We saw, in our analysis, we saw the Tottenham game. Don't think that they had that many chances. <laughs> it's the same result. And have you know how good this team is. Um, and so... Um, it's really difficult to defend because they enjoy this long ball game. Um, listen, it's the story of Liverpool's season. It was last season. It continues as well. They just can't get the right results at home as well against clubs they should be beating, Dean. Why is that? Um, I thought they were unlucky yesterday, to be honest. But seven changes. If you make seven changes, you're asking for trouble a little bit. And don't be surprised when Clavin runs into Matip for the goal. Mm. You know, he didn't. Lovren played in the last game. So when you start tinkering with the back four, Moreno never played. Uh, left back, Robinson played. Robertson. Um, so uh, I thought they were unlucky. The goalkeepers made some unbelievable saves. Uh, Salah scored a brilliant goal again. They're playing well, Liverpool, but at the back, uh, they they just look vulnerable. But why, Dean? We, every time we talk about Liverpool, individuals and- aren't good enough individually not good enough and I'm not sure in front of them if Henderson and Chan well look at Chan yesterday yeah he's not smelt the danger when the ball's gone over his head he's marking is it, is it who's it Artfield scored uh, what for, um, for Burnley yeah Arfield, yeah Artfield yeah. scored yeah. and you know if you watch the footage back he's playing number 10 Artfield he's trying to get up to the strikers they've hit a long ball diagonal over Chan's head and he's just ball watching and Artfield's just run off the back of him, picked the second ball up. And three defenders between them just made a mess of mm. it. Uh, it's going to be one of those afternoons. I thought Pope coming in, of course, um, was outstanding, made some very important yeah, saves, did. certainly yeah, towards did. the end of that game as well. Do you just put it down as one of those things, a frustrating afternoon, we did everything we could have done and we didn't get the result? Or, or do you look at it in more detail and think, right, this keeps happening, it happens for a reason, why? And try and work <laughs> out what it is. Of course you have to look at it, because it's it's happened too often under Jurgen Klopp for it not to be a pattern. And there's a lot being said about the defence, which rightly so. They look a shambles at times and, and, and everyone's questioning who the who the right pairing should be out of the three of them. Um, but they haven't bought a striker. And when you're up against it, against a team like Burnley, when that one chance that comes, that scrappy chance that comes and you need somebody to take it, mm. they haven't got that person. Sturridge has, has hardly played. Yeah. But they didn't Salah, go out. They didn't Salah, go out. not there to... I know he, I know he plays out wide, Salah, but is he not there to... No, he's not. He's not. I'm talking. has been playing down the middle. Yeah. And he's a wonderful goals. footballer for me. You know, he really is. The link yeah. plays fantastic. But I'm talking about a deadly striker, a Maratta, a Aubameyang. Why, why haven't Liverpool gone out and got that main striker that all they think about is scoring goals? So, Nothing so, else. So they think... don't care about Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Defoe doesn't care one iota mm-hmm. about any build-up. I all can't believe wa- no one signed him. All he's waiting for... Is that chance that he got, he must have touched it about four times the other night. He did nothing. But that one chance that comes, bang, he finishes it. You're the first person person I've heard speak about Liverpool and say the problem is up top rather than defensively. 
I mean, in, in that situation, when a team comes and just defends, where's that selfish... But well, Sturridge not meant to be that player? He is, but he's not playing him enough. Going, going back to the defence, right? I'll just ask you. You mm. tell me what you think. Great club. Supposed to be a great team, mm. Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Let's go through the back four. Yeah. Do you think Moreno is a great player? No. Do you think Matip's a great player? Mm, not great, no. Do you think... Lovren? Lovren's a great no. player. No. And Alexander Arnold. Do you think he's a great? Uh, he might be, I think but not at the be. minute. I think he's going to be. He's not great at the he's minute. But he's, yeah. he's young lad. Yeah. There's your answer. Okay, fine. It's that simple. If you're listening, clock. Oh eight seven one seven double two double three double four. Do you think they'll get top four? We spoke earlier about Everton, and now they're letting the side down because I assumed that they were going to at least challenge for top four and challenge to maybe overtake Liverpool. But that's obviously not going to be the case now. Are Liverpool one of the sides we talk about for top four? No, because I don't. I don't think they've strengthened in the right areas, and other teams are just stronger in 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 the areas that you need to be, and that's and that's in both penalty areas. Okay, all right. Uh, you wanted to do a little role play, Dean Saunders. Is that right? Yeah, Man City look right. unbeatable at the minute. Yeah, you know we're talking. Roy Liverpool, Hodgson talking has Liverpool. got to take. Go on, go on. Palace. Yeah. Is it at Man City? Yes, yeah. at City. The He's got to take him there. Dean Ashton is my chief scout. I'm the manager, Dean Ashton's my chief Hold scout. on, who are you? I'll be Roy Hodgson. Okay, so you're Palace? I'm Palace. Okay. Right. And Dean's... So Dean's oh. been to watch Man City last okay. week at Watford. All right. Yesterday. Yeah. Whatever it was. Dean. You've got to do the voice. Dean. I can't do his voice. Dean, very, very pleased to have you alongside me. <laughs> <laughs> right, what have you seen last week, Dean? How, how try can and do we, the voice, Dean. How can we Dean, stop... Dean, try and do the voice. No, how can we stop... No, no, Dean, no. come on. Just have one go at it. Your cuff is amazing. Willie Swadwick. <laughs> How can we stop Man City hurting us next week? What 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 can we do to stop them hurting us? And how are we gonna how are we gonna beat them? How we can how can we hurt them? That's what I want from That's a an chief easy scout. Question. And I, and a I've, chief and, scout needs to tell got, me. And I've got to use Crystal Palace's players. Yeah. So I'm thinking. I think we can deal with crosses into the box. What we can't deal with is. De Bruyne turning, Silva turning and threading that ball between the fullback and the centre half. So I'm going to play a back four, narrow. I'm going to play another four in front of it, narrow, to stop any space for them players. And we're going to allow Walker, Mendy to get cross it. it. To, to cross it. Can I and we're going to, and we're going to deal with the back four and the four midfield. Are they tight together? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah no space between them right. and no space and very narrow. Between within the within the eighteen yard box, give or take. And then I'm going to have Townsend playing a free role and Benteke up front because that's when you're going to be able to hopefully break down the side of Otamendi, play it up to Benteke when, you, when you're struggling. He's going to get it down, give it to Townsend. Townsend's going to run at Otamendi, beat him for pace, win you a corner, and then you're going to score so from set the set piece. It's going to come from a set piece. Right, and thanks, you for thanks for that, Dean. Um, do, I, do the voice. I, I, do no, thanks for that. Uh, I've heard everything you've got to say, and I've I'm been in the whole lot. And I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Palace in a minute. Let's speak to some football fans. No, it's fans. good, that. It was, yeah, you could have done more of the accent. John's a Liverpool fan, wants to say, <laughs> on the final word. John, good evening to you. Good, good evening, boys. Good evening, Dean. Evening, John. Um, He's Welsh. Well, which one? Yeah. Uh, yes, I am from Nice. I'm uh, nine miles from here. You were land Sam left now. Now then, I would like to talk about Liverpool. I was up there yesterday watching the Burnley game. Uh, first of all, I think I paid £55 for a ticket. Coutinho, I thought, was absolutely fantastic. 
Um, it's trickery on the ball. He had a couple of chances and whatever. But what I'd like to say about what about the penalty that Liverpool should have had when Salah was chopped down in the box? Also regarding the time wasting with the Burnley keeper. Now, he was warned three times by the referee. Then he was yellow carded. Every time there was a goal kick, if it was to the left or to whatever, he was moving it to the middle, to the right. Then he was moving it back. And it was power time. So why wasn't there like um, 10 minutes injury time added on for his time wasting? And also regarding uh, Mane. He was on about Lukaku and Aguero. I think Mane is just okay. as good as them two, if not better. Yeah, he's okay. in there with him. Okay, John, thanks he's for coming out with skin as well. Wait there and hear your answer, Dean. Why was there so much time added on? Or why wasn't there? Why didn't the keeper get another yellow card for time wasting? Um, why well, did... to, be on, to be honest, Andy, I didn't see the game. I was I was at the Tottenham Swansea game, so I never seen the full game. I seen the highlights, yeah, so I, I I didn't really um, Ashton take that one on board. Shed any light on that? Sorry, you shed any light on that? Um, I I just. That is just pure excuses for me. It's just part of the game, isn't it? Of course it? it is. What you expect Burnley just come along and Hurry up. make it really easy for you and hand it to you? No, they're yeah. going to make it hard. They're going to time waste. You know, yes, it was a penalty. Of course, of course it was. We can all see that. But sometimes you don't get them, and that's just an excuse for the fact that the other chances you had you didn't take. Mm. Solanke's got a score. Sean Dash. Mm. We're not giving him any credit. No, good genius. Point. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. fantastic yeah, yeah. manager. You're right. Let's go to Paul. He's an Everton fan. Oh dear, he's side lost 4-0 at Old Trafford this afternoon. Paul, good evening. Evening. Paul, how are you feeling? <clears throat> how does one feel when you've lost three games on the trot? Well, not lost, been annihilated for three games mm-hmm. on the trot. Yeah. Okay, well, let, let Do me you start... think it was that bad today, Paul? I thought I didn't uh, think it was a 4 0 Do you know what, Dean? It, it, it's all very well and good um, bossing a game for 20 minutes. Uh, but a game's 90 minutes, and when you're not putting the ball in the back of the net, you're not really bossing it, are you? You know, you look at look at Burnley last season, prime example, Liverpool had 81% possession at Turf Moor, and they still got turned over 2-0. Games are about putting the ball in the back of the net, and Everton don't look like they're going to score if you played for a week. Well, Rooney's chance when he got in was unlucky. I thought the keeper made a good save, and then Sigurdsson was more or less identical. The keeper's yeah, made a yeah. save from that, so they did... I didn't think they were yeah, pathetic. They had, I thought they, know, they had, put they a show up. Chances, but that's all they were, chances. That's not, what, that's not what supporters pay the money for, is it? Supporters mm. pay the money to see Paul, goals. Paul, Paul, is he the right man for the job still, Cooman? No, I don't. Personally, I, I, I'm not speaking for myself. I didn't want him there in the first place because he only come when we offered him a very, very handsome contract. He didn't want to know when we offered him normal money. Paul, Paul, so, just a quick question. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that you should finish above Tottenham, Man City, and Manchester United? Good question. No. So why do you think? Because you've lost to them. Then oh, you've, you've drawn against City and you've lost against the last two. That's the bad run that you're in against yeah, three yeah. teams that you're probably going to finish lower than. So yeah, is it is it that bad? Well, I think it's the manner in which you play, isn't it? Of, co- of when, course, when, but that's what today. Today, stand- today, I thought today I thought you were you were excellent in the second half and. And right, yes, you've okay. got yes, you've got to take your chances. I agree, but if yeah. I'm a fan of Everton and I look at that performance and I and I actually think yes, we've gone we've gone to try and to try and equalise. And yes, we've conceded three sloppy goals, but actually yeah. we've given it a right go and the players have put in a, a better performance defensively. Yeah, well, well, you know that that today was probably the best performance out of the last three, and that's saying something. You know, we we played at Chelsea and the only shot we had on target was from Ashley Williams. 
Why, why are there so many goals going in? Is it individual errors or is it a collective thing? And, and, and you know what? Phil Jagielka has been a great servant to Everton and Ashley Williams is a great player. But I think we centre half you need a bit of pace and they've not got a bit of pace between them. So how do you solve this problem, Paul? Well, I think a lot of the signings were just, we've got the money, so we've got, we've got to be seen to be signing players. You know, like Sandro, he's never good. You know, he he might be good in Spain, but he's never. I would have bought, you know, if I come to got a striker of any great, you know, I'd have have just bought someone who's going to score goals. I'd have have gone out and got a Shane Long or a Charlie Austin and and just put a plaster over it until someone become available. But Mm. we've not. What we've done is we bought a kid from Spain. Who doesn't look like he, you know, he could hit a cow's ass with a barn door. Well, you know that, you know that back five. Back, back that side back would five, have I think, <laughs> I think that back five in the Premier League looks good. Ashley Williams, Keane, well, Jaggy Elka, I mean, you, 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 Seamus Coleman when he's fit, and Baines on the left. I mean, that looks like a yeah, good does, five to yeah. me. Schneidlin in front with with Guy. Right. That's good. Maybe you're missing Lukaku too much. You, you, you've you've seen a lot of Williams, obviously playing for Swansea and that. And to me, today in the last few games when I've when I've watched him, he just looks like everything is last ditched. Everything he's doing seems to be last ditched. He's as, the, as he, if he's he, just he's the best blocker of shots I've seen for a long time. He's the best. Mm. Uh, like I work with him with Wales, and no, I think I think he's been a fantastic in the way of things. I think just, he's a the bit last like few that. games. I just style. feel as if yeah, I just feel as if that's. Mm. Everything is last and, ditch. And Keane looked a bit shaky today, didn't he? I just think he looks like a player that's still trying to settle in. And you're playing against the best teams. He's going to be a you've good got, player. You've got to have some perspective. If you're, ever, if you're an Everton fan, you played Man City, Tottenham and Man United. Mm. Yeah, all right, let's see what you like in the next five games. Then we'll, then you should the, decide. Their problem is up top. You touched on it with Liverpool. You thought you know that was one of the problems. But with, with Everton, they've invested throughout the squad from, of course, the goalkeeper to Keane all the way through. But when you're spending five million pounds on a, a striker that is effectively replacing Romelu Lukaku, that's not the answer, is it? No. Why not? Go, why not get Jermaine Defoe? I do yeah. not get it. Giroud, make a bid for him. But Jermaine Defoe is one of my favourite players. I'm always say, singing his praises. Yeah. Because I like the way his brain works. He scores all types of goals. What if he come out? No, he should do. Jermaine Defoe should come out and say, "I'm going to play till I'm 39." Then people might sign him. It's like he's thirty-three. Was just saying, was it three years old? Bournemouth. He's thirty. I think he's thirty-four. Oh. He's a year. Thirty-four. He's a, he's a year older that's than me. Not, yeah. That's not like thirty-four when I played. Now the nutrition and the way that he looks after himself. Mm. He don't drink. He's fit as a fiddle, and he scores goals for fun everywhere he plays. Mm. I can't believe none of the top six hadn't signed him. What was the? Can you describe? I know you've been asked a million times. I'm just curious. The the feeling of scoring a goal, a crazy goal like Valencia's earlier on this afternoon. When it just flies off, and the minute it leaves your boot, you know it's going into the top right hand corner. Have you ever found any feeling in life? And I'm talking about anything from like, you know, having a child to winning a few quid to whatever. I, I'm trying to work out has any feeling you've ever had come close to that moment? Totally different. Scoring a goal. Yeah. Can you put into words what it's like? Well, you can't compare it to having children. You th- you... Okay, that rush of adrenaline. Can you? Uh, okay. When you've played, when you play testimonials, right? Yeah. You've all played testimonials, yeah. Yeah. And you score a world in a testimonial. Is it? Is it? There's no feeling like when you should score in football matches. Um, I just used to go to bed thinking about scoring goals and wake up thinking about scoring goals. So a tap in meant, meant exactly the same to me as a I screamer. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. It did. They're so all spectacular, but yeah, the but wor- a screamer, you'd feel totally different, wouldn't you? 
No, you just go, oh, I've struck that well, well done, that's him. It still, still counts as the one I, the corner I fl- flicked over the line and yeah. against West Ham, right a yard out, it counts as the same. It, it, if there was no one in the stadium, it wouldn't mean anything. Really, it wouldn't mean yeah, anything? No, it'd just be like scoring in training or scoring in, right. in your back garden. It wouldn't mean... It's, the, it's that raw, that's the thing that's amazing. It's that raw, it's that, it's that running along, mm. seeing any age group, grown men, women, going absolutely mental. Like, that's just weird. When you look in the crowd yeah. and these people are going mental, they're yeah. like jumping on each other, drinks flying everywhere. Like, that's because of you. And then you run along and you feel like, that's when you feel, yeah, that's when you feel like the man. That, you're the man. a different way of thinking. I'll, so, make it, I'll make you feel like you can play centre forward right now, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. This is how I used to think. On, I Gaffer. knew before the season Who am I in off, this scenario? Am I me? Uh, you can be a young striker, and yeah. I'll tell you. How old am I? 20. I like this scenario. Right. I knew before I kicked the season Who off I you? was going to score 18. Who are you now? I'm me. I'm playing myself. You're Dean Saunders? Yeah, I'm playing myself okay. in this one. Right. right. I knew I was going to get 18. Right. I'll, t- I'll explain to you. I stood on the goalkeeper for corners for the season, 46 games. I scored six goals every season. Just doing that? Yeah, knockdowns. Right. If you stand there all season and you're on your toes and you're alive and anticipate, you get six. Okay. I scored six goals from rebounds because I followed in every shot that was ever hit towards the goal. Okay. So six of them would come off the post or the keeper. You scored 12 now. So I've got 12. And I scored six goals from flick-ons from goal kicks. That's 18. I run for every flick-on. Right. Did you ever so score I've less than 18 I've, goals? Before I've even had a shot. Did you ever score less than 18 goals? No. You never scored less than 18 goals in the season? I think so. No. I got 20 every year. You never scored less than 18? Um, well... Right, Do you count training and everything? I scored five. <laughs> I've scored 16,745 in training. Yeah, I bet you are. I bet you can remember all of them. And I haven't retired yet. Hold on, here we go. So Dean Saunders. 15 right? years Dean Saunders. What's great is you can act as Liverpool. a centre forward. Liverpool, he scored 11. No, oh, no I think you'll useless. find that was 23. Cause no, I got, cause I got no nine 11. In, I got nine in Europe. 11 goals. <laughs> the, so the biggest club, no, the least Europe. amount. No, I got nine in Europe. Not in the forest, five. Just type my name in there and I've it'll, done it. it'll come, come up. up. 304. It just says let down here. <laughs> 304. And, and thousands of Let's misses. talk about a side that can't score <laughs> for Toffee. Um, let's talk about Crystal Palace. Um, we can hear now from the manager, Roy Hodgson. My goodness, what a job he's got. Well, the reception was wonderful. I mean, obviously, couldn't have started better in that respect. But that, that uh, start didn't last for long, so we can see the goal so early in the game, which... Really, when, when a team's confidence is low and there's a bit of anxiety around, that's the, the last thing you want to happen. Uh, and then I think for the rest of the first half, you know, we, we were obviously affected by that. I thought the, you know, the players were nervous. I, I don't think we did any of the things which I think they're capable of doing or would want to do. It was very cautious. Uh, we allowed far too much time and space to the Southampton players and they, they profited from it. Dean Nash, I'll start with you. When you look at the fixtures in the league coming up, the Palace have got, they've got City away, United away, they've got Chelsea at home, they've got Newcastle away, then they've got West Ham, then Spurs away. Yesterday, for my money, was the, the, the game that if Roy was going to get three points out of those fixtures, it was going to be in that one. Yeah. Not only did they not get any points, they didn't score again. They are bottom of the Premier League. Can he get them out of this mess? He can't in the next run of games that you've just talked about. You've you've got to think that he's got he's going to do it after that because I'd be surprised if they get more than two points in that run. I'd be amazed if they get more than two. But, points. But then you could argue if he's not there after those games. How many games I mentioned? Five, six games. Yeah, more than Frank so, De Boer. Yeah. 
So how's that going to work? So they could still well, exactly. be bottom of the Premier League, still yeah. haven't scored a goal. No, no, you... I think they'll score a goal. They'll score well, a goal. you say it. Like they haven't scored in five, and the games coming up are more difficult than... Yeah, but they, they just will. It just will happen. I, th- I think Roy's gone in there, and the most important thing he's got to do now is get a pattern of play when they've got the ball, because they've, them players, are a bit, they've got a bit of everything mixed up in their heads. Mm. So let's get a pattern of play. So what I mean by that is... Centre-back gets the ball on the training pitch. He says, what, what are you looking at first? And Roy might mm. say to him, well, okay. look forward. But, and then without the ball, they've got to have a pattern but how, of play. how long does it take a manager for his ideas to then work on the pitch? Because he's got in there. Listen, I don't think the performance yesterday was his team. I'm not his biggest fan, but I'll give him that. I think he had two, maybe three days to train this side. And then they went out and played, um, uh, and played Southampton and got beat. I don't really think that was his team. The next one will be closer to how he wants them to play. How long should it take a manager to come in and for his ideas to be replicated onto the pitch? Oh, I, it well depends on the players. It really does because sometimes managers go in and there's an instant response because they're that they were that sick of the manager before. It gives everyone a lift. But I didn't. I didn't really see that. It's not as if I think that Roy's gone in there and suddenly it's given them all a lift. It won't have. The players will think what we all think. That he exactly. was a, that he was a, that he was a joke with England. The, the man's a weasel. The Who? way the way Roy the way the way he handled it after England. The way he came out and didn't own up to it and still mm. hasn't owned up to it. That's what the players think of mm. him. Like that's no. Listen, don't they? Do, what, I, what, what, do I, they, I th- do they suddenly I, just think? Oh, here's Roy. I'm going to go magnific- the other way, Dean. He's magnificent. No, they think. Well, he was useless with England, and they'll he'll have to, he'll have to prove them wrong. He will. I think he's that good a coach like. that he can. He'll decide quickly which way we're going to play. When he was manager of Inter Milan, they played four four two, full back, open your body out, bang it down the channel. Wingers come in off the line. That's how they played Inter yeah, Milan. But that's Inter Milan. Route one, no route one football. He put, and he can play total football. He can do. He's a good coach, and he can get any style of football. Okay, so when you, you, need to look when at you the say players, coach, elaborate yeah. a bit more. When you say, right, what do you mean a good coach? You don't mean manager, do you? you don't mean a, a good tactical manager. What you mean on the training field? He yeah. puts them through good drills, yeah, and and that's it. Is that it? is that what coaches? Well, for example, he'll put the right. We're going to play five at the back. He'll go through that system, right? He knows its strengths and weaknesses, so he'll he'll go right when the ball's there. You're there. You're there. You're there. Don't get done over your shoulder. Then he'll then he'll bring the two midfield players in. Your job in when I've got the back five sorted. So he'll get the back five moving across the pitch. Then he'll get the two midfield players screening and saying to him, "When you go, you cover him." When he goes, you cover him. He'll get them working, right? Then he'll get the wing backs in the right position. When the ball's there, you should be there. Over what there. time period are you talking? Well, he can do it in the morning and then carry all on right, doing okay. it all week. You, you do it in the morning, they go home, they come back the next day. Mm. But I think he can do anything. He's, he's that experienced man, and I think he just needs to decide now, with this group of players, which is the best way to but, play. But do you think he can get now his age and what he's gone through, and Dean quite rightly said that he, he, he failed... Probably the worst that any England manager's ever done at any major competition was under Roy Hodgson. It was. I'm just being honest. I'm yeah, just, it was. You know, reading of off it was. the fact sheet, if you like. And now he's gone into this club that are bottom of the Premier League and crying out for results. What makes you think a man who's gone through that at his age can do something that the previous manager couldn't do? I'd, well, I'd have to be in the room when Steve Parrish has interviewed him. He's obviously said to him, I'm, I'll do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And he's believed him. And he thinks I like the sound of that. Right, safe pair of hands. Do, do you think he can do it? Do you yeah. Think you think he'll keep him up? Yeah, it's only five games gone. Is it five games gone? It is five, five games gone, yeah. Five, I know they've got a tough couple of games coming up, but did, 
Could you imagine two weeks ago that Newcastle were going to be fourth? They've only won two games, three on a bounce, mm. and they they've ended up they're fourth in the league. Mm. They lost the first two, crisis. They win three games and they're fourth in the mm. league. Okay, but they have got Benitez. Well, he's a good manager mm. as well. Ding, can Roy Hudson? Will he? Okay, will he be there in January, Roy Hudson? Yeah, yeah, they'll stick with him all season. I think. Oh, do you think so? They will. Well, I'll be stunned. I'll be stunned. But how do they Andy, look? How do they look? They, how do they know one game? How do they look if they change <laughs> but, again? I can't see it but, because I think I think that's how the players look at him. I, I agree with you. I think Sam Allardyce will be there in January and they get him out of trouble again. I think it's so, it's, <laughs> honestly, we all laugh at that. I, I said when McLaren took over Newcastle, the day he got the job, I said if they stay with him, he'll take him down. And I feel exactly the same about Palace and Hodgson. Do you know, years ago, you used to, as a football manager, you used to be able to buy a house in the area. Then it turned into renting one in the area. Yeah. Then it was renting a flat in the area and don't bring the family with you. <laughs> now, now you just go in to get a taxi. <laughs> Sleep in the taxi. <laughs> Listen, we still haven't done the Steve Froggart story, all right? We've got 45 minutes. We'll squeeze it in between now and then. Can't do it yet because we're going to talk West Ham, all right? Let's see from Bilic now. Let's be honest, this week has been good for us. And uh, as I said again, another clean sheet, another solid performance. Whole 19 minutes, we looked as a team, very concentrated, knowing what to do, no matter where the ball is. Second ball's good against the team who is really... Good on those second balls and counter-attack. We were attacking, and at the same time, uh, when we were losing balls, we, we were stopping them from counter-attacking us. And uh, so there were a lot of positives. A lot of positives. Uh, before we talk about the actual game, let me ask you about Ben Foster's challenge on uh, Javier Hernandez. Dean Saunders, I'll ask you first. The referee gave a yellow card. What did you make of it? He made contact with Hernandez, didn't he? No. No, Did, was that guaranteed? I saw it matter the day from the. I angles. was looking at it. How do you know, Dean? You could because I watched it. Yeah, but I watched it, and and well, they, you thought there was a touch. Well, well, on match of the day, they went. I think there was a clip. I think Shearer said. I think there was a clip. I wasn't sure, and I wasn't sure if he clipped him or not. But what you, you're you, saying, he did. No, I'm saying he did. There's no you. contact whatsoever. No. So, okay, but but that's irrelevant because you could get done for intent. Well, yeah, of course. Right. So, do you think it was a red? Well, no, his intent was to get the ball. And Hernandez just poked it. I think it's a red because then he's just kicking it in the goal. Oh, if he doesn't touch him. Okay, that's a very good point. No, he doesn't have to touch him for it to be a foul and him not stay on his feet. Sometimes you have to jump that high that you can't land on your feet. Right, okay. So you would have given him a red? Yes, because he was about to then score. Saunders? Well, if if, if Dean's saying he hasn't touched him, changes everything. If he's touched him, it's a red card for me. Mm. But if he's not touched him, and I understand what you're saying, he's had to avoid, he's had to jump over him and maybe not be able to stay on his feet. He's had, he's had to hurdle him like So a you can give a foul for that. Yeah, you can give a foul for that. So I don't know. I'm a bit undecided about the whole thing. Well, the game earlier on this afternoon that saw United get four against Everton meant that West Ham are now out the bottom three. They're 17th on four points from five games. Uh, we've been speaking about managers really since the, the Premier League season started about managers under pressure. Bilic is one of those still, isn't he? Or not? Yeah, of course he is, because it's, been, it's still been a, a really poor start to the season. Um, but the last two performances, I'm delighted he's gone b- back to a back three, mm. because I think they need that with the, the players they've got. Zabalet is probably absolutely buzzing that he's now not going to be exposed at right back, and he looks a better player because he can get himself forwards and they're getting players back they're getting their best players back Andy Carroll when Lanzini returns as well who's the creative side of the team 
Um, Antonio, okay. when you get them players back, yeah. they will get results. As they showed against Huddersfield, not pretty at times, but they will get results. One, one thing I have a major problem with, and I'm glad you're both strikers because you're the, you're the perfect people to ask this question with. He keeps playing, or he has played a lot, certainly yesterday and the game before, he plays Hernandez wide in a three. Right now, I was having a debate with someone on social media. I said, "Like, why is he playing Hernandez on the wing?" He says, "He's not playing him on the wing. He's playing him wide as a three. Personally, I think it's the same position. You're sort of you're tracking back on the left hand side. You're helping your full back out. You're helping the midfield out. And ultimately, as a striker, you're not there in front of goal. You're not the out and out goal scorer. Is what he's doing with Hernandez the right or wrong thing? Someone that is a born wrong. goal scorer and he's playing him out wide as a wrong. Three. But um, that's his decision as a manager. He might see something else, and it's a team game, not about individuals. But I'll tell you exactly why. His movement is from in to out. So he his runs start in the middle of the pitch and he can run both ways. So he can dart in, be- in between the centre-backs. If the ball gets switched, he can get in between the centre-backs the other way. When you're on one side of the pitch, there's only one way you can run if you make them types of runs. Mm. He, mm. he is a box player. He anticipates the ball going in the box and he needs to be in the middle of the goal sniffing chances like the ones he got at Southampton. Mm. He needs to be in the middle of the goal all the time. But, as I said, it's a team game. Just play where you're told. OK, it is a team game. And you've got to fit him in somehow. You paid a lot of money for him. But can you not play Karen Hernandez together? Yes, and he should have done. But the problem... Uh, this is my theory. The prob- as, as a two, sorry. Is what yeah, I mean, but yeah. this is my theory, is that he wants to play Antonio and he wants to play Hernandez and he wants to play Carol. But where does he... He can't fit him in. You can't play two. Antonio as a ten? No. To play off the no, two? No, he's not a 10. I've seen him playing fullback. Yeah, I've seen him playing everywhere. Wednesday. Yeah, well, then you, then you take out Zabaleta and play him as a right as a right wing back. But that that's how I see it. I think he looks at them three and he says, I want to play him, but I can't play Antonio as a 10. I can't play the other two as a 10, so I'm going to play him as a three. Mm. And it's just, that, that isn't going that that to work. That Use Andy work. Carroll, right? Play, 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 hit Andy Carroll. Play, 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 hit Hernandez then can work off Carroll and anticipate flick-ons. He can use Carroll's body. As a two? Yeah. yeah, yeah I've, Just course. playing a half, playing a ten-yard circle around Andy Carroll, he'll score goals for fun. OK, but why do the three of us know that? And it's not being done. They've played five games and scored four goals. You've got people people in your team like Andy Carroll and Hernandez who we know, given the opportunity or half a chance, will score goals. Well, Dino will know better than, than us because he's been a manager as to how when you want to play when you want to play players, you know they're good enough. You want to play them. You you don't want to drop one of them, and you, and you almost, want to play the you, system. You, you almost crowbarring them in, yeah, to, so that they play, so that you don't upset them. Surely, I don't know. I mean, you you've been there. Well, you you ask players to play in different positions. I was asked to play on the right. I used to hate it playing on the right. right. What wing? Hernandez, or right wing? Hernandez will hate it, won't he? Who I played right it? wing back who, in who the Charity Shield final against Tony Dorigo, Leeds. Remember Cantona got a hat trick? Yeah, that game. I played right wing back. Did you really? <laughs> Never again. <laughs> half time you put me up front but uh, for the first half I've got the quickest left back Tony Dorigo yeah. and I'm playing right wing back and I can't defend but um, so it's okay well Dean Ashton made a very good point you've been a manager why would you make a decision like that that clearly is the wrong one well it's easy after but what if Fernandez uh, Hernandez get, Hernandez gets two goals from the plane on the yeah, left but he doesn't what if yeah, but you, you don't know until after the game well, he, he, I, you, you think, get him on the pitch, he'll score. That's what you yeah, think. He played out wide. I think it was Huddersfield last Monday night. Played out wide. Same thing happened. Played out wide yesterday. Same thing happened. He needs to be in the middle of the pitch. Mm. Yeah, He's that type all, of player. All, all his goals are from inside the box. 
Yeah, and and like I said, Dean, he runs from in to out. Mm. Yeah. Like so, he he, he, he he the right back gets the ball. He'll make a run along the line and in behind mm. from the middle of the pitch. You can't do that when you're stuck on one side of the pitch. I mentioned that defeat for Everton takes um, West Ham out of the bottom three and Everton into it. Are we talking about West Ham as a, a potential side that could be in a relegation battle or not? If they have their best players carry on getting injuries and niggles, then then they'll struggle. They will because their their squad's not good enough. But if they have their best players back, your Carroll, Lanzini, Antonio back properly fit, then they'll be absolutely fine and mid table awaits. I think the seven teams trying to get in the top four, and the seven? rest seven, yeah, okay. and the rest are in a relegation battle. Do you? Yeah. Look at Aston Villa down, Newcastle down. Any of them can get relegated. Any of them. So you think all sides outside of the top seven could be it's going down? It's such a difficult league, yeah. I think they, the rest of them should just be happy to finish better than they did the year before. Is brilliant. But stay in the league. Because every year you stay in the league, you're going further away mm. from the massive clubs that are in the championship have got mm. no money. And you're getting away from them. It's getting bigger. The gap's getting bigger. Nottingham Forest, a, a massive club derby. Massive clubs. Mm. The, the bottom teams staying up in the Premier League are going away from them. Mm. Uh, we touched on it earlier on. We can talk about it now, Dean Saunders. I saw you on BT Sport yesterday. You're alongside the wonderful Jake Humphreys, the head of um, Spurs against Swansea. Dino, I'm sure you saw it as well, the Swansea game. Yep. Um, what went wrong? Why? Why uh, Was it another game at Wembley for Spurs? Um, well, they couldn't win. But what went right for Swansea and what went wrong for Tottenham? I, I said before the game, a few things have got to happen today for Swansea to get a result. They've got to lift the game from last week because the manager was uh, complaining about lack of effort, believe it or not. The stats, the running stats and sprints were all down, mm-hmm. which is uh, giving him a tough week. That gives you a tough week as a manager. And they lose the game against Newcastle from a set play, which that frustrates you as well. So you'd have had a terrible week. And then you come up with a plan to stop... Spurs, and you could see what they were trying to do. Sam Klukas played in front of the back three. Um, Carroll sort of played alongside him. But Sam Klukas was determined to stop Ericsson from getting goal side of him, in behind him, Mm. in front of the defence. So that gap, that number 10 position, he stopped him going in there. He made sure he'd sacrificed his own game and Ericsson couldn't get the ball. Deli Alley couldn't get on the ball. Swansea just sat deep. Kane had a few half chances, but the few things that had to happen, Tottenham had to drop their performance, Mm -hmm. which they did. Mm -hmm. The referee had to give some decisions, Swansea's way, which he did. And Swansea had to raise the game, which they did. And they defended brilliantly. And Tammy Abrahams, who played up front, what a handful he is. He was unlucky to get brought off, but he caused all sorts of problems to to the back three and uh, Sanchez was in desperate trouble at times just long balls over the top mm. he's just he's an absolute beast Dean let me ask you um, I was watching the game I watched the highlights of it and one thing I couldn't really understand Spurs needed a goal they've got Lorente on the bench newly signed as well why didn't he come on he did he did but not did he? not, oh, yes. not, sorry, why, not early not early he came enough. on about 75 didn't he yeah why, why would he not come earlier why would you even maybe at half time think you know what we always seem to struggle at half uh, at Wembley we're not Winning games, we need someone to score goals. If Harry Kane's not scoring them, maybe leave Kane on. But why not introduce a player like this that is obviously desperate to make such an impact on his new club? Why only? Get, I can never understand. Fifteen minutes is it's not crazy. It's, it's not a long time when you're a sub. Obviously, you'd, you, half an hour you'd want to get. You'd want to come on sixty, sixty-five minutes to to feel like. I mean, you can make an impact, of course, as a as a forward. But I mean, I. They had 26 attempts, eight on target. From long range they were. Do you know, yeah, do you know what they, happened, they had, they had 11 you know, corners, but 
I'm again, I'm sure you'd back me up though. Deli Ali, fantastic footballer. Ericsson, fantastic. Son, fantastic. But putting the ball in the back of the net is the hardest thing. You can't just expect Kane to do it. And at times, again, when you're trying to break teams down, you need somebody in there that's going to put the scrappy chances away. And Deli Ali and them, they're not going to, they are not going to do that. You're going to need somebody that can do it alongside Kane. And, and Lorente should have been on mm. with half an hour to go because they were Swansea were there to just get yeah. to just get a draw. They were there for the nil nil. What happened? He put Son up front alongside Kane. Miles better. Son was causing havoc, yeah. playing out his skin. Yeah. Looked the best player on he, the pitch. Oh, he's brilliant. And all of a sudden, he took Son off and put Lorente on. But whether he's forgot to tell him to put the ball in the box, no one crossed it. If you put Lorente on, he kept pulling on a diagonal. Strength, yeah. And you're thinking, just get it in the box now. They never crossed it. It was amazing. Um, we talk about, we talked with Danny as well about this, you know, um, hoodoo that Spurs can't win at Wembley in the league. As a player, it must be something that enters your mind. Yeah, of course you it does. Of course it does. I mean, obviously, they'll all, they'll all say, no, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. And it does. It, it must do for them to have got the results that they've got. Do you Plus, see... but, but I think another the, the other big thing is that teams will raise their game when they get this Wembley. It's it's exciting. It you might never play there. Yeah, again. I just think, yeah, I I, totally I think agree. teams raise their game, don't they, when they go somewhere yeah. new? It's do you, exciting. Do you think Spurs will get top four? I do. Yeah, okay. I do. Last because, because they've battered teams, and and that'll change. But last season they got top two. They got second place because of their incredible unbeaten record at home. They're not going to have that this season. No. They scored 86 goals as well. What, last season at home? Highest scorers. Well, they're they're highest scorers. Where do you get these stats from? It's on the TV yesterday. Yeah, but I'm just looking. Jake Humphreys told me. You've a proper <laughs> presenter. What are you saying? <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, <clears throat> Make some changes for next week's show, that's for sure. Uh, let's, uh, let's stay with Spurs just for a moment before we move on. And talk. And in fact, actually, in case we don't have time for it, Harry Redknapp's been sacked. He came on TalkSport yesterday as well. Um, what do you make of that? Right decision? 14 players he signed, Harry. Uh, top manager, Premier League manager, nearly manager of England. Shows how difficult the job is. It's difficult, yeah. But I just I see him as his job was to go in there and save him from relegation, and he, he, and he did that. And it was always going to end like this. Always. Why? Why was it always going to end like that? Because I think he wanted to go in and 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 make a lot of changes. He wasn't happy in the in the transfer window, and I think you know. Would he say that he was absolutely one hundred percent committed? Obviously, he, he you'd have to ask him, but it doesn't. It didn't feel like that. I think he's there to go, and he was there to rescue them, and that's what he did. But he wants a better job, and I think he did, he, he should be in a better. He but should be do, in a bigger you, job. You get into a club like Birmingham, right? And it doesn't matter how good a manager you are. If you put a group of fourteen players, new players together. You don't know what's going to happen in that first game of the season. You've got your fingers crossed on the bench. You've got an idea, but you've got your fingers crossed. Yeah, but who's the reason you've got 14 new players? Well, there was pro- obviously problems before he got the job. Mm. Um, if you, I, I think they made a couple of bad decisions when... Um, what's his name as manager of Burton went there? Went to Derby. He's at Derby now. Rowett. Rowett. Gary Rowett was, was there and doing a good job. and They sacked him and put Zola in there. Mm. Another good manager. Disaster. You know, it just happens. He mm. couldn't get a result. And since then, they've just not yeah, they've not got it right. Let's play a bit of audio. This is how we read that on TalkSport last night with Danny Kelly. This is literally minutes after he'd been sacked. Such a low over a team that, that have won two out of 25 games exactly. last year, which is horrendous. You know, whichever way you want to box it up, it's disgusting, really. You know, 
it was poor. And the manager wasn't an idiot. He was a good manager. He's a good man, a good football man, Zola. The players weren't good enough. They, they'd recruited long before he arrived, you know, as well. And I don't think he was responsible for bringing after players in. But players, they weren't good enough. So we spent half the time I spent trying to get rid of players that were brought in, paying them up to go, getting rid of them. Two million pounds for this one, having to give him a free transfer. Million pounds for this one, loaning him out, getting half his wages. It was difficult. Um, and, you know, so it, we didn't start with a, a decent team that we could go and add three or four to and then have a team. We had to start almost from, from I felt they needed to start from scratch almost. There was only three or four or five players that you really wanted to keep. That was um, Harry Redknapp speaking moments after he'd been sacked on Danny Kelly's show last night. What type of manager then, I'll ask you Dean Saunders first, what type of manager gets you out of the Championship? Because we've seen a manager last season, Rafa Benitez has won the Champions League. Bizarrely, he decided to go to a big club like Newcastle, but of course a Championship club. So he knows, he knew what was needed to get that side out. But when you've got a club that's dangerously near relegation, what type of manager do you need? Do you need someone that's been there, done it and seen it like a Rafa Benitez? Or do you need someone that he's only expertise is getting a championship club out of trouble and moving them up? Um, well, Steve Bruce has done it only twice in the last five years, I think. So um, I think the best defence normally wins the league in any league. Normally it's the best defence. And uh, f- the secret of football is quite straightforward, getting good players to work hard. That's If you've got a group of good players and they don't work hard, you've got nothing. Mm. You need to get a group of players and they all work hard and they all play for the team. So... Steve Bruce convinces the the players that this is the way to go and it's not concede goals set up the back five or the back four tight don't concede goals and he spends all his money on five strikers everywhere he goes mm. so you get strikers who pull you out of the trouble out did, of nothing did, there's no question that Harry's a good manager why did it not work I mean we heard Harry's view about the amount of players that were going out and that to pay them off and the amount of players that have come into the club as well is it just that I mean you could argue that a great manager can sort of take over any situation and, and get something good from it. He did, though. He did at the back end of last season, but for one reason or another, obviously we probably won't ever find out what's gone wrong, but I think he's probably... I would have thought he'd have had the hump after the, the transfer window because he probably didn't feel like he, he, he got what he wanted in. Um, and that's then probably relayed to the, to the players. But what he does... Um, brilliantly, probably better than most managers I've ever seen, is that he's able to get the best out of players that may be as low as a snake's belly, just no confidence. Suddenly he goes in, makes them feel a million dollars and gets a tune out of players that that weren't for the whole season. Mm. That's what he's good at. He's a man-manager. I wouldn't ever say Harry Redknapp's team's unbelievably defensive like brilliant, you know, like Sam Allardyce would go in or Pulis. Yeah. I don't think he's like that. I think he goes in, makes everyone feel unbelievable, gets the confidence going within the squad, gets players that, you know, t- to deal with um, some of the players that he had to deal with at QPR and, 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 you know, get a performance out of him. That shows what type of man manager he mm. is. But it's 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 a team that goes up from the championship. It's not, you can't just have a couple of flair players. That is not going to work in the championship. Do you think we'll see him back in football management? I hope so, because I think, you know, um, Harry Redknapp's a, um, you know, that, that kind of manager's dying out because... You know, we're all looking at the sort of foreign managers that are, that are coming in and got these rad, radical ideas, but actually, players are still players, and they, mm. you know, they need to Who be made to get feel better good. Better than Harry Redknapp. Let's be honest. Who are Birmingham going to get as manager better than Harry Redknapp? 
with a Palace, Palace should have got Harry Redknapp. Yeah, I wonder if, if Parrish now will be thinking I maybe should have gone in a week earlier. Absolutely. Listen, we'll never know. Let's give the final word to Mark. He's a Man United fan. His side, of course, beat, uh, his side beat Everton 4-0 earlier on this afternoon. Mark, good evening to you. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? We're good. Thanks Hi, for Mark. holding a busy show. What would you like to say, Mark? Uh, well, I was just phoning up on the point of um, I thought today Man United were quite bored offensively. Uh, the front three were, uh, although we won 4-0, I thought they were quite poor. Um, we won the game with Matic and Fellaini sitting in front of the uh, back four. Mm. Um, and uh, and what a goal by Valencia as well. Uh, great strike. I haven't seen a goal like that since uh, Dean Ashton's overhead volley when he played for West Ham at Old Trafford. True, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I, Which was better, Dean? <laughs> well, an overhead kick's better, isn't it? Oh, a, just asking. I don't know, just making sure you didn't show any kind of favouritism. Came off my shin, but that's not the point. I've seen you score loads of goals for Crew. Crew, well, yeah. yeah I used yeah. to go and watch him play. Did you? Him and Luke Varney up front, yeah. Why did you go and watch him play? My son was there since he was six. Oh, okay. So, right. yeah, so I, went, I used to go to the games as well on Saturday. Okay. Uh, listen, we never got time for your Steve Froggart story. Oh, not again. How good? You, Dean Ashton, you've heard it, yeah? It's brilliant, yeah. Oh, okay, well, listen, maybe we'll build it into we'll next, it next week's week, show. Then. We, we are doing a podcast of this show, is that right? Maybe what we'll do is in a minute we'll go into the, the room and record the opening to it, and maybe you'll stick it in the podcast. Should we do that or not? It's up to you. We'll I just, I'm, I'm just getting the feeling that um, you're making excuses. Well, we just it's a busy show, Dean. That's been the problem with it. Okay. Next week, are, right. we, are you with me next week? Well, I don't know. You don't I called know. you Jake Humphreys just now, so <laughs> well, might maybe, get a free transfer. Maybe we'll get Perry Groves in. I might, get, I might get a Ronald Koeman. <laughs> Frank Koeman as well. <laughs> Boys, you've been wonderful as always. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, always a pleasure. Cheers, Andy. Who's going to win the league after the amount of games you've seen so far? Oh, Man City. Dean? Man United. OK, fine. Stupid question, I know, but I just needed to fill 11 seconds. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next Sunday uh, for more of the final word from 5pm. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.